I'm not gonna pull pranks in an airport or something, but just you know, on the yeah, street. Yeah, that that's what we've really lost is the old airport pranks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, the golden age of airport pranks <laughs> is long gone. <laughs> Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmiski. And here we go. We've reached the point of last season's ending, season three, episode 13. Mm-hmm. We're halfway through. <laughs> yeah, we're approaching the definitive midpoint of the game. Yeah. I say that every episode recently, but I know. <laughs> we st- it's still true. <laughs> it's still true. <laughs> we go slowly enough that it can continuously be true. So where we left last week off... The big goofy dinner with Gemper Gestal. Mm-hmm. And it's been decided that some of us are going to go with Terra to go talk some sense into the Espers. Mm-hmm. And the rest of them, they're all going like, this still feels like a trap. Right. But what we're going to do about it is keep our eyes open. Right. We're going to stay here and and you go do the trap yeah you go beat fall into their trap and yeah. we'll stay here and investigate yeah with no way of contacting you if we find out any vital information so yeah i was thinking about it and that is like a step up from the reasoning of the characters last season where they were like oh a trap huh well i guess we're doing the trap and right they, this time at least they're like weary about it right they're not really doing anything they're not going to gonna change it. anything yeah, yeah. <laughs> But so we've got to go to the town of Albrook to find a big Magitek ship or something. And well, we're yeah. going to take that to a place called the Crescent Island. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're entering this episode. Yeah. On the boat on the way, I believe. Did you want to try to like have, do you want to just talk generally? I was going to say, I feel like we've been blowing through these openings and we never, we never like stop. We to never stop to discuss anything else. Right. Like, like. Like, what are you playing these days? Well, yeah, I did. Uh, I just want. I wanted. To, <laughs> I wanted to say I've been playing Octopath Traveler. Yeah, me too. It's uh, a really great Squaresoft's game. Squaresoft's new, new like throwback JRPG, mm-hmm. and I think it's a delight. It is a delight. Uh, I know, like one of our listeners got in touch saying that they were playing it too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know That's that I need to talk about days. that. Yeah. Fuck this. <laughs> now that I'm saying it out loud. You know what? We're not going to add this to this segment. <laughs> now we nobody are. needs to know that they're here for Final Fantasy. Yeah. And well, we'll do it this once. Etymology yeah. discussions and shit like that. Yeah. Understanding of words. <laughs> yeah. And phrases. So let's get into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, with <laughs> let's go. <laughs> I'm terrible at that. The dot that's right up and to the right. Yeah. Yeah, this has got to be it. Some strange guys trying to sell glowing stones. What? When I wouldn't buy one, he said he was going to Zen. We're hearing weird shit about this other town, T-Zen, which this guy says some weird person is selling glowing rocks there. Yeah, what that is is uh, like a clue to find an optional piece of Magisite later yeah. in the game. And maybe we'll it'll come back up. It, it just might, It Jeff. just you might. You just have to tune in to see. <laughs> yeah, T-Zen, we've seen the name mentioned right. a bunch. It's not just Samsung's lair on top of Android. It's also a town in this game. There you are. Another of the Empire's generals and a person I hired in town will be traveling with us. Oh, oh he comes shit. and goes like the wind. A person he hired in town. Let me introduce General Celis and Shadow! In the town of Albrook is a big ship which seems to be run by General Leo. And yeah. General Leo's hired somebody in town. Somebody we very much love who comes and goes like the wind. 
It's Shadow. Yeah. It's, he hired Shadow. <laughs> oh, we already know them. We're good friends with one of them, and the other one was... Yeah, look at Locke's face. Our, de- our departure isn't till tomorrow. I've arranged some lodging for you. Please, get some rest! <laughs> he's too awesome. He's doomed, right? Like, General Leo has to die. He's the only, like, truly no-flaws character. <laughs> he's like the he's nicest He has guy. to sacrifice himself. I'm gonna be really bummed when it happens. See, it's different. Whenever he sees Terra, he goes, Terra! And when he sees Celeste, he goes, Celeste. Right, he screams at Terra. He's Shadow. I'm working for the Empire, but don't worry. I'm not going to go-rote you. Let me. The, like, wire that you choke people with, like an assassination thing. Oh. He's like, That's a fucked up thing to tell somebody. <laughs> uh, I, I'm working for Empire, but don't worry. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to cut out you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will not cut you like fish. Yes, I will not <laughs> strangle you with my bare hands. It's a joke in my homeland. Yes. <laughs> Magic Armor is being refurbished. I don't I'm, like the sounds of that. I will not use piano wire to choke you out to death. I've only heard it as piano wire. I didn't realize that there was a name for it. I think it's when you've got, like, handles on the right. end. No, no, no. I mean, of course it. there's a name for it. It's you've turned the piano wire into something that will never be used for pianos again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what a garrote is. Celeste, where are you? That was the kind of thing, like, I remember learning a b- bunch more about weapons when I started playing D&D. And I was like, oh, a bolus? Is, that's what that's called? Where you... Like throw the thing and it's got all the kinds things. of useful things you learn playing Dungeons and Dragons. Exactly. I mean, I use it every day in my life. A bolus. <laughs> Where the fuck did she go? Is there something in that clock? There was before. We already got it. Yeah, if you're not aware, all the clocks in this world usually have items in them. Yeah. So we always want to check the clocks. Like, of all the places with hidden items, clocks seem to be the most yeah. frequent. We're not just checking the clock to be like, is the time right? Yeah. It is. It is. But, but also, there's like a candy bar. <laughs> they don't refill the clocks around here. Yeah, they don't restock the clocks. <laughs> Every time they wind them, they like hide candy. Exactly. Or it's just the clockmaker's little secret thing for himself, and he keeps showing up and being like, who's taking all my shit? I was imagining that like the guy whose job it is to wind the clocks like hides candy for the kids, and we're walking around going like... Someone looked candy. <laughs> the kids he, show up. He's like, kids, you didn't find the candy that I left for you? And the kids are all like, it was empty today. I always imagine when you say there's like a little European kid who's like, Oh, Papa, there was supposed to be on candy and the clock. Oh, but there's no sweeties in the clock today. When is, when is the clock man coming back? Oh, Papa, there's some chocolates. No chocolates for Sunday? No chocolates? No, it's in the clock. He's using the clock. I love this voice. Well, we have many more Final Fantasy games yes, to we do. <laughs> I don't know where Celis went. We saw her on the boat. Yeah, and then she saw us and was shy and walked away. But she, last time we saw her, she zoomed off into another universe, right? Yeah, she did. And now she's just on the boat, hired in town. Is that it? Like, well, because she works for the Empire, right? So he was like, I'm General Leo, this is General Celis, and we've hired the Shadow. So she's back. But where did she go? We don't know. That's why I'm trying to find her so that she can have an emotional scene 
with uh, Locke and and tell him all about it, and she'll tell him he'll tell her about his past, and she'll tell him mm, about right, her past, past. Mm, their pasts. <laughs> yeah, go to sleep. Separate beds. Well, he's into Celeste. I know. And his girlfriend that he keeps on life support. Okay, here we go. So we go to sleep. Yeah, and then, so the way you find Celeste is in the middle of the night, Locke gets up and, like, goes and finds her on a bridge. And they have sort of, like, an emotional reconnecting. It has this kind of weird element where he wakes up because he can't sleep. He doesn't, like, go to see her. No, no, it's just just like sort of fate brought them together. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And then we have, like, the scene from the opera. Yeah, basically. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, it happens here. Yeah, except her name isn't Maria anymore. And instead of adopting the ways of the East, they're finding espers or something. Yeah, that's (laughs) one of these. One of these. Some puppet theater. Wow. Come on. Why don't you speak to me? (laughs) Even if it was only a little, I doubted you. But I'm still your friend. It's the opera song. I know. Well, because this is a real soap opera, you know? Yeah, and their whole thing, that whole opera was about them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Celeste. 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 When a girl runs away, like, you're supposed to follow her, man. Yeah, she it's wants the 90s to... still. It's the 90s. She wants you to follow her. <laughs> Watching this, I I really feel like playing these games that I played when I I, I was probably in like fifth or sixth grade. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to realize I think a lot of my like early impressions of how you like woo a girl oh, no. like came from this of like <laughs> what you're gonna want to do to to woo someone is to like have an extremely serious conversation <laughs> with them alone, like shit dramatic shit like that. I, I thought you were gonna <laughs> say what you really want in order to connect with them is to have something incredibly similar to whatever's going on with them have already happened to somebody else in your well past. no exactly it has to be some convoluted <laughs> yeah. piece of drama about like why we're connected right <laughs> yeah that totally yeah man and what i can't tell you about myself like this yeah, totally yeah. man this fucked me over for a while <laughs> oh no that just ended without any ex- real hmm. so he's off no he came back oh he probably oh is he in your party right now yeah Oh, I thought maybe he jumped. He, he's gone because he killed himself. Well, look at it. He was on the bridge. Yeah, it's not that high. It's sad. <laughs> he was all he was all sad, looking out over the bridge. All right, we're ready to go. Sailing the ship. Across we have an actual the, boat. Boat. Yeah. Well, I don't know if we get to drive it or not. Well, it's a boat, but we are on an actual boat. Boat. A sea ship. All systems A-okay. Yeah, you keep saying that. No one's asking you. We should arrive tomorrow morning. Why not rest until then? Yep. <laughs> Two scenes in a row where we just go to bed. Wow. Because <laughs> we need to pass some time. Well. So now comes one of the weirder scenes in the game. Where we're like on the boat and it's the middle of the night and everybody wakes up and has a bunch of different very well, strange it's, interactions. It's almost like Tara like overheard Locke's like serious... <laughs> confrontation from the night before and she's like I feel like that's missing in my life and just got up in the middle of the night and was like I wonder who will show up and it's just like a parade of assholes well first (laughs) first is the most non-asshole which is General Leo you alright romance out of nowhere really I don't know looks like you're feeling better funny isn't it 
I was used by the Empire. Even had my thoughts ripped from me. <laughs> but here I am, cooperating with the enemy. People are people! Not all of us are like Kefka! What? What's with you? Crazy green jacket this guy wears. It's pretty awesome. I knew you were being used as a kind of biological weapon! And because I didn't do anything about it, I'm no different than Kefka! I'm the product of a human and an Esper. Will I ever be able to love someone? Well, if they loved each other, then yeah, duh. Like, you'll be fine. She, she, why is she concerned about this right yeah, now? I don't know. <laughs> uh, of all the things in the world to be preoccupied with at this moment in time... Of course! She's like, will I ever have a boyfriend? Get what? I'll be your boyfriend, but I haven't felt that way yet. You never got the tinglys. You're just young, but I understand what you mean. I understand only too well. I, too, have not been deflowered, so to speak. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. We could be each other's first. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. It would be beautiful I'm under so, the stars on this ocean on this boat deck. So General Leo walks off, and Tara's still left going like, I want to know now. I, I can't know. wait for tomorrow. Right. But I want to know what love is now. Hot. I want to know what love is. Let me look out at the ocean, and maybe a next asshole will show up. Who is it? Oh, oh shit. shit! He comes like the wind. Don't I sleep out under the stairs? <laughs> <laughs> did you hear what we were just talking about? Mm. I did not mean to overhear anything. Shadow hears many things. <laughs> um, I cannot help you. You must look within for answer. <laughs> In this world, there are many like me who have killed their emotions. Don't forget that. <laughs> Never forget that. What happened to him? Something really fucking horrific. Something really Something dark. deeply bad. So yeah, Shadow comes out and basically tells her, he's like, I overheard you. It, it and then like, he basically, it's almost like he threatens her. Right. He's like, I overheard you. Would be a shame if somebody fell off the boat at night. <laughs> yeah. It rolled off. No one would even know. Well, it's also, he's like, he's like Jennifer, General Leo was like, not everybody's like Kefka. There are good people out there. And Shadow yeah. comes in behind him to be like, and he's like but some people are like Kefka. And don't forget that. Exactly. Some yeah. people are fucking evil. He just like comes, me. He just comes out and like, he just ruins the mood, basically, right. and yeah. Tara just leaves without saying anything. He's like, maybe this is where I got my romance tips from. I'm yeah. like, like, Shadow. <laughs> like, show up unexpectedly right. and be vaguely threatening. And then they love it. <laughs> They'll think it's mysterious. What is everybody? Ugh. What is going on? Ugh. Ugh. Oh, he's seasick. Anyway, after Tara walks away, Locke stumbles out, and he's seasick. Yeah, to undercut the drama of the scene, <laughs> yeah. they end with some comic relief. Right, where Shadow's, like, looking at a guy puking over the edge of the thing, going, like, well, there is humor in my heart. <laughs> I'm still... But I think I'm gonna... Not a word of this to anyone else. Oh, shrouded one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that really worked. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna hurl. 
if you upchuck and I spew, then you and she comes <laughs> back, then you know it's meant to be. Whatever the fuck that line is. He's a real Wayne. They're really making you feel the distance of this world. Yeah. Like, we're, yeah. We're this is sailing. a long journey. <laughs> yeah. We're almost at Crescent Island. When we disembark, we'll split into two groups. Celeste and I will form one group. Terra, you go with Locke and Shadow. If you spot the Espers, report at once. Let's go. There are many people in this world with no emotion. <laughs> Don't forget that. <laughs> yeah, what does he mean what by that? What a fucked up thing to say. Like, he's literally saying, many people like me don't feel anything anymore. And you need to never forget that. Maybe he's like, stop thinking about yourself. Maybe <laughs> think yeah. about me. Think about me. Who doesn't feel anything at all. Except jealousy. <laughs> Extreme jealousy. <laughs> Celeste is like, hey, Locke. Um, I... Uh, er, 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 come on. Ignore her. We're being mean now. We're, we're fighting. Mm-hmm. Was that just in the middle of the journey that that scene took place? Yeah. Like right before we got to the destination. Save. A chimera. Yeah, that's right. Welcome to the Chim era. <laughs> My name is Chim. <laughs> I'm the only person named Chim and I've outlawed everybody else in the world. Well, let's take a call. No that calls. That's a really fearsome looking monster. No calls. Oh, right, I forgot, because everyone else is illegal. <laughs> and nobody else is named Jim. Oh, at some point soon, we should try out that two-player mode. Oh, yeah. I wonder how that works. We never do try out this two-player mode. Yeah, there's some kind of really basic second-player option yeah, we that heard I guess about allows it. them to It'll control like, something in battle. We'll explain it in a second, but, like... The basic thing is that, no, we never did. Because every yeah. time we thought to do it, we were like, we'll, we'll do it later. Yeah, who wants to do that? Nobody, let's just do it as we do it. Yeah. It was described to me in an email by a fan as by as being the perfect thing to shut up a little brother. Right. Which I think is great. Because I, I just needed to be shut up, you know? That would have shut me right up. My little brother would never fucking watch me play Final Fantasy. He would be like, turn this off, and I would be like, no, and he'd be like, I'm leaving. I'm going to something <laughs> else. Fuck this. I used to watch my brother play a lot of video games. Because I would say, like, we did it. And he would be like, yeah, we totally did it. <laughs> so we make it to a house in this new land, right? Yeah. Like we, we get off the boat, we walk in land, and we find a house with an old man in it. In the haze of editing this, I was certain we had already collected this character. No. And I cannot believe we are just now getting Strago. What the fuck, man? Yeah, this is Strago. I keep opening these episodes saying, like, we're about to get to the middle of the game. And now I'm watching this going, like, there's so much left. I know. And there really is. We're not going to get there for another couple of episodes. Or we might get there next week. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I was blown away as we were playing it about how much is in this game and now on redoing it yeah. I'm still <laughs> You forget <laughs> how, you forget all the pieces. You remember like the tent poles. You forget how many steps are actually We're about existing. to have an adventure that involves like semi-conscious fire. <laughs> like a whole thing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> 
Oh my God, we have a whole like dungeon ahead of us. We do. Jesus, <laughs> you're right. This is disorienting. What you want with me? Who are you? This old guy who lives on the edge of town. An elderly gentleman, pure of heart and learned in the ways of monsters. A new party member? We haven't had an old guy yet. We had like two old guys yeah, in the last They was game. lousy with old guys. Strago! That's a great name. Strago is a great name. See, I already want Strago in our main- We have more than four that I want always. Yeah, okay. Esper's, hmm, not really familiar with that word. Okay. A generic uh, old man. Not, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what, I bet Strago is Russian too. What yeah, Strago? That sounds pretty Russian. Strago. Eh. I'm Strago. But you've heard it before? He's like, no, no, nothing about Esper's. Nope. Oh, I can't say I have. Honestly, I can't say I have. That's odd. This old guy is lying to us. Not Strago. Grandpa! Who's saying Grandpa? Oh. This, oh. Hmm. Out of the back room comes a little girl. Yeah, this is Realm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. What in blazes? What are you doing? In her pictures, she captures everything. Forests, waters, light, nude models. <laughs> the very essence of life. She's a photographer named Realm. A photographer? She, she's a painter. She's a photographer. <laughs> That's where my mind goes. I mean, they have lawnmowers. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Why couldn't they have a camera? They could. Huh. I don't remember this at all. Who are these people? Friends? Can they use magic too? <laughs> what? Magic? What, what are you talking fuck? about? Magic's not real? <laughs> oh, oh, I see why everyone in this town is being cagey. Because there's no magic in this world, and I bet all these people, like, know the secret of magic. This and they're is, like... Like, they're secret wizards. Yeah, and you come into town, and they're like, you strangers? No, it wasn't right. pay me enough. But we know. Right. We're the town of secret wizards. Don't look over here. Everybody, turn off the wizardry. Yeah, regular people come in and they like get an alert and they're like flipping over gambling tables and turning them into like, <laughs> oh, like they're like turn like, the speakeasy into yeah, a library. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're like they're they're turning like wizard gambling tables into regular gambling tables. <laughs> get rid of the magic dice. <laughs> get some regular dice in there. What a cute doggy. Get away. He bite. <laughs> go go to your room. I will not. What a fussy old man. So here we have a very classic Final Fantasy scene where everything is kind of boring and there's a lot of like <laughs> arguing like you're old, well you're young and you're magic. No, I'm not and never heard of magic. And it's just kind of like there's a bunch going on. Realm is like excited to see Shadow's dog and Shadow's like he'll bite your head off and it's just despite our poor voicing of it and the poor dramatic execution, there's actually like kind of a lot to parse in this. Scene. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like I won't go into it now, but like this like minor interaction 
connection between Realm and Shadow's dog is like an important clue to, to yes. Shadow's backstory. Hold on to that in your mind. Yeah. we. I've talked before on this show about the least satisfying payoff ever. This one might actually be satisfying. Yeah, and I mean, it's also the kind of detail they put into this game where if you were to play it again, the context of this scene would play out completely differently. Yeah. Like on first viewing, you're like, what is this nonsense? <laughs> like, why is this taking so long? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the dog followed her in. Oh, no. Oh boy, seems to like your dog, mister. What'd you say your name was? I have no name. What a sweet puppy. Oh, see, that's the secret that Shadow doesn't want anyone to know, is that his dog is super loving. That's not actually the secret. No, it's not We're not onto it yet. (laughs) And he loves his dog. Those emotions, he can't stop. I can relate. You try so hard to kill all of your emotions inside, Jeff, but... You just can't hide your love for your dog. I know. No matter how hard you try to kill your inner life. (laughs) (laughs) I do work hard at it. Maybe Strago just talks like a normal guy. Sorry. (laughs) No problem. The dog usually doesn't like people, though. Oh, I guess maybe the dog just actually is normally a killer, and he's like, huh, weird. I I think his secret is that he has emotions for his dog. Oh, I'm sure he does. I mean, he doesn't seem to care that it's living with this little girl now. I don't know. Please excuse her. She's just young. Let's go have a look around. His dog's name is Interceptor. I thought it was Reaper. So we start wandering around town. Yeah, this not magic town. Yeah, the obviously most suspiciously magic town of all time, where even the music is totally like... Magical. You don't walk into town and hear this music and go like, I bet there's nothing up here. Man, <laughs> towns should have theme songs. It should all like be like play. Disneyland. There's yeah. like rocks that are actually <laughs> yeah. speakers. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, man. Do you know how dystopian Los Angeles would feel at oh night if you were walking around and there was like pleasant music coming out of like... Like a telephone pole oh on a street god. corner you'd just be like oh my god yeah well we're <clears throat> headed in that direction i'm sure i th- i still think we should have it i think it'd be <laughs> maybe cooler yeah. so i walked behind this house and this kid went like whoa what was that fire oh he's, he's casting, casting fire fire yeah, yeah. So we're walking around town and everybody's like doing magic, but then quickly hiding it. Yeah, like we walk behind a house and there's a kid who's like setting bushes on fire. Mm -hmm. But then he sees us and goes like, oh, I mean, that was not me. That's just a natural fire. (laughs) There's like a woman who's like her kid fell down. Oh, more people. What's going on back here? More magic back behind homes. Mama, it hurts. Oh, boy. That doesn't sound good. No, it doesn't. And now she's like, shit, I got to get the Band-Aids. Right. Because she can't use cure magic. I can't magic. cure her. Uh, medicine. Where is my cure medicine? <laughs> Mama, please just use cure on me. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Guys, A, you're doing a terrible job of hiding what's going on here. And is B, there a back door to we that? also have magic. Like, magic? What is magic? Oh, my God. I get it. I like how their plan is like, everyone be as suspicious and obvious about it as possible if anyone asks you about magic. They should have regular drills. They should just be like, if anyone comes in here asking about magic, just kill them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we go to sleep. Once again, once again, we in go this to chapter, sleep. the solution to pro- progressing <laughs> is going to bed. Uh-huh. And in the middle of the night, Strago bursts in and he's like, guys, come quick. There's a big fire, Realm's in the building, the building's on fire. Yeah, that kid who was practicing fire magic by himself, unsupervised, 
It turns started out. a big fire. Yeah. Realm's in danger? She was at a neighbor's house when a fire broke out. Please, won't you help? <gasps> Shadow is like, I only kill people. I don't yeah. save people. Wake up. Shadow, wake up. <laughs> Literally does not get up for this. Like, <laughs> you guys go... Interceptor. Where are you? Oh, because the dog ran off because he likes the little They're girl. Like... So he's like, fuck. Uh, yeah, he's like, I gotta Is this going to be like a... Uh, What's the happening? Pro the right? professional thing. Shadow's not even worried about the kid, Realm. Right. He does not give a fuck. He's like, where's my dog? Which Maybe my dog's in danger. Watching Now that I have the knowledge of what happens later, I'm just watching all of it play out is like... I mean, at this point, <laughs> should we just tell people what that is then? Nah. If yeah. they know, they know, and if they don't, they'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this is fun to listen to. We might just cut this. I don't know. But I, I think we should hold on to that. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that. No. yeah there, there's a fire. And who was it that was just starting fires? I saw this kid earlier. Oh. Wow, my beautiful house. Yeah, this place is more of a don't play with matches, don't play with fire spells. Oh my god. Could someone cast ice, please? Flames be gone. Wait a minute. You're not... Oh my god, you're magic? Flames be gone. <laughs> That's the best spell. Flames Begone. Flames Begone, while a great name for a spell, is very ineffective. Yeah. And, like, what's happening here is, like, this giant house is burning down and, like, collapsing. And Realm's inside. And Strago is the only one who's like, I'm, I don't care if they see me use magic. Like, Well, he's going, my granddaughter is burning alive inside. And, and the, the mayor's going, the rules! I know. Which Strago, is the, the, the rules! The most fucked up thing about this is how half-heartedly they committed to the rules. But now that, like, this girl's about to die, <laughs> right, all of not. them are like, I don't know. We do have rules. Exactly. Like, maybe we should let her burn alive. Like, they all consider it. Right. They jump in and help in the end, but they right. all, like, seriously are just going to let it happen. And then they all get on board with Flames Begun. Because, like, three random strangers <laughs> who they know nothing <laughs> about, who they don't know where they came from or where they who might Who they could probably use a spell on to blank their memories. Yeah, or to, like, freeze them in ice and throw them in the ocean. Whatever you want to do, <laughs> there's a solution to that problem. But in the end, it wouldn't matter anyway, because they're three people who all have magic also. Right. So it's copacetic. Which we could have from the beginning been like, hey guys, it's obvious that you guys have magic. Check this out. Fire one. Exactly. And then they would have been like, and oh, they even, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. I didn't even realize. Welcome to our town. Would you like to buy a plot of land? Exactly. <laughs> Settle down here. All right. We really have no choice. Stand back. Yeah, here we go. Flying V of magic. Oh, damn. Flames be gone. Flames be gone. Flames be gone. See if we all do it at different times. Mm. <laughs> it's no the use. Opposite. The fire's too strong. I think that's because they're keeping so many fire rods in here. What? Why are there I'm fire? Going in. Oh, because the fire rods. They're just. They're just stockpiling them. Right. Whoa. Whoa. So we go into the house, and it's like the walls are made of fire, <laughs> yeah. and there's these little like sentient fires dancing around. It's right. kind of like when we had to avoid the rats right. on the catwalks above the stage. Right, which I don't think we really described how that worked, but it's right. like one of the Instead times where it's not just random encounters. There's like little There's avoidable of encounters where if you cannot walk into this ball of flame, right. you won't have a fight. But also don't walk into the walls of fire, and it's, it's a narrow it's hallway. It's really hard to avoid. <laughs> You're 
not going to really fire, avoid but... them. But it's a dungeon area. We got to go and find we, you realm. You literally fight the fire. You fight... Like the fire is a monster that's and alive. We do fight the fire with water, but also I wish, with swords. I bet you, <laughs> I would have liked to have fought the fire with fire. That would have been. I bet it heals it. I don't it think we tried. Does, but, but I bet it. I bet it. They say fight fire with fire, man. Yeah, I think they mean artillery, though, right? Is that not? That's not where that comes from. <laughs> uh, that would make more sense than because I was always like, "What a weird thing!" Because I don't you're think not I don't think fire, 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 fire. I don't think firefighters. That's, see, that's say what that. I always thought. No, the context I, I don't was, think firefighters say fight fire with fire. <laughs> I think it's different. You think that it's about a war thing? Yeah, and it has nothing to do with flames. Yeah, or like a right. metaphor thing if somebody comes at you hard right like, let's say they're going ham at you then you go you gotta ham go back, ham back. you gotta fire fight fire with fire and then you burn the ham with the fire i don't know the but f- you don't fight actual fire you don't with actually fire. the fire extinguisher cannon doesn't flamethrow no although sometimes you do make controlled burns to stop fire from coming that further. is true so but that's I'm a little wrong. different <laughs> you can right. fight fire with anyway fire. we're in the fire dungeon <laughs> oh boy avoid the flames oh god Ah, uh, uh, lore. lore. Aqua, Aqua Rake. Is Aqua Rake what he was casting on the whole... Was that Fire Begone? Crap, Fire Begone <laughs> is not working. The only other spell I have is Tidal Wave. <laughs> what do I have to do? Exactly. <laughs> Realm, where are you? We reached the center of the house where Realm is passed out. Mm-hmm. Flames totally surrounding her. Interceptor is like trying to drag her to safety, but there is no safety to yeah. be drugged to. Shadow's dog is helping out. Mm-hmm. The dog is saving her. Shadow is here to save us. Oh, did you see that? He just flew through the fire and he killed all of it. This is weird, right? Like, it's we're literally fighting fire. Well, when you set a place on fire, the fire becomes monsters that hang out in the fire, right? He got us out by using a smoke bomb. He threw a smoke bomb on the ground like ninjas do, and we teleported out. <laughs> so you're telling me, in this house that's on fire, that is presumably full of smoke, mm-hmm. you needed to <laughs> throw a smoke bomb in order to get out. Well, yeah, I mean, that's... What? It's, it's like, also, smoke bombs are so that, like, people can't see you, you know, so you can get away. But we're not, like, being chased by anybody. No, we're just in a <laughs> house full of fire. Yeah. And smoke. And Shadow throws a smoke bomb and takes us to safety. Yeah, somehow. and I don't know if you've been in like any real fires ever, but the smoke is black. It is not white, and you can't see three feet in front of you. I it's haven't already... been in a fire recently. I, no. In college, <laughs> I had an experience where there was a real fire in my dorm apartment building, and oh, it was man. A ridiculous. It was, we called it the Valentine's Day fire because it was That's the terrifying. day it was on Valentine's Day. That's a terrifying day. name for it, too. Well, the thing was, all right, I don't know if I should tell this story, but I guess fuck it, I will. Because I had this gravity bong at the time i was a freshman in college uh-huh. and i took like my go to sleep gravity bong hits yeah and then i like stepped out into like describe the... was this like a bucket in yes, your room it was like a tub of water i think maybe with, like, a... some people don't know what a gravity bong yeah, is it's god i don't you'll google it i don't need to describe it to you it's a big it's a way to consume a really potent amount of marijuana in a very short period of time so I it st- takes up a lot of space it's, it's not a small thing i, I didn't have it for long uh-huh. but anyway so i then like step out of my like personal apartment room which is within the larger apartment 
and I hear in the living room like some noise coming from the hallway and I open the door and I look to my right and I look down the hallway and I see nothing and I look to my left and halfway down the hallway like at the elevators is a wall of black smoke that is coming directly at me and it is like a direct like a full wall of it like like in a wall that you would fight in final fantasy uh-huh. but like of black smoke it, that's the moment where all of the gravity bong shit hit me at once uh-huh. and, and i was like i had been trained as an emt <laughs> and i was still certified as an emt so i felt like responsible in the, an emergency situation and so i started just like getting everybody in the apartment building as best i could out and i remember like banging on people's apartment doors who had locked their doors and like I wasn't sure that they weren't in there and I was like screaming and I remember every time my fist hit the door like my tension like ratcheted up more and more (laughs) as like the black smoke was coming in and I remember it was like me the RA and the guy who it turned out started the fire as the last three people on this top floor where it happened, looking at each other like, I think that's everybody. And we like ran outside. And as soon as we got outside, I realized I didn't have my shoes or socks. I was in shorts and an undershirt. I was like ready for bed. I didn't take my keys or anything. And it was February in New York. <laughs> and I wound up like running. Like we were so far off campus. I had to like run to this building to get inside. And like I almost got like frostbite on my feet. It was like a fucking ridiculous adventure. Wow. Yeah, I didn't expect it to. I forgot about all that. But what was the gravity bong made out of? Like, was it like a two liter that was was. cut in half? Yes, it was. And like a bucket of water? Yes, it was. Foil on top? I don't think I put the the foil on top. Oh, yeah. Yeah, to like make on the top of the two liters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. (laughs) I didn't build it, I just owned it. Right. So you don't need a smoke bomb <laughs> if you're in a fire. No, it's you already, don't. the smoke is already black. Are you okay? Yes, thanks, Grandpa. I guess our town's little secret is out now. We don't have to tell anyone. Can everyone here use? Can everyone here use magic? What's <laughs> going on here? This is the village of the mage warriors. No way. Long ago, humans used magicite to gain magical powers. Not anymore. Not today. Nobody does that. They came to be known as Mage Warriors. Legend time. But I thought they perished centuries ago. You were supposed to think that. After the War of the Magi, the Espers fled to their new world behind the sealed gate. Right. They sent people to hunt us down like animals. So they had a big witch-burning situation. Yeah. I think we may be able to summarize this. This scene. <laughs> what a footy duddy. So Strago just lays it out that this magic village is like the remnants of the people who were magic back during the War of the Magi mm-hmm. back a long time ago. Right. And we still have some powers, but we were persecuted enough to go make our own village. Weirdly enough, nobody brings up to him that like Terra has magic and no one explains like yeah. they could be like, oh, that's okay. Your secret's safe with us. Like Terra has some secrets about yeah, magic. Like, we all we've all got secrets, magic really. secrets and stuff. We've got so, secrets of all kinds. But instead they're just like, 
Uh, they just don't even mention it. Yeah. Anyway, Strago and Realm are like, we'll help you. But Strago's like, not you, Realm. You're too little. But then eventually it's one of those things where it's like, you can't come, but I want to come. But you can't. You're too young or you're too old or you're too whatever. Right. So what she does and then is eventually she just stays they, home they come. and listens to him. Oh, right. She does. <laughs> she, right? Yeah, she just stays home. She and does. And she doesn't follow us out there. Well, and she, we don't find her in the cave. She does, quote unquote, stay home. And Strago comes with us. Yeah. If they're here, they must be hiding in the mountains to the west. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Why there? Those mountains have powerful magical properties. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> they say the espers were created there. What? 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 Like by that... some sort of doubly ancient civilization that harnessed the power of magic and turned it into people called espers. <laughs> Maybe they're drawn to that place. I think it's worth a look. So we're going to go off to this Magic Mountain. Mm-hmm. We're going to Magic Mountain. There's six flags. <laughs> but not before Shadow has a couple of last explanations of how he little he cares. He just wants to make sure everybody knows that he does not care at all. Except about his dog. Mm-hmm. Don't misunderstand me. <laughs> you want to do it? No, go ahead. I just wanted my dog back. I'm not very good at Going somewhere? I'll search for the espers in my, in my own, own way. way. He's gone again already. Fucking the wind. <laughs> Interceptor. Interceptor. Okay. The mountains to the west then. To the magic mountains it is. Uh oh. What? So as we're like walking through the cave in this mountain, mm-hmm. it's another one of these. It's like a mountain that's full of just a honeycomb of yeah, caves, like yeah. it's hollow. And uh, <laughs> and every time you turn a corner, like Realm kind of like runs up to the edge of the screen. If you try to follow her, she like runs away. Mm-hmm. She's not following us. And so we're she's obviously we're yeah us. we're it's like from our point of view looking down at this at the world, it's not even like subtle. Right, but to the char- I guess it's supposed yeah. to be sort of to the characters. They're like, "Whoa, what was that?" What and they was heard that? Some, but but we're like, it. "Oh, there's realm." Yeah, huh? Hey, w- come back here. Hey, come on back. Huh? Look at that. Hmm. In the center of the caves of the Magic Mountain is three strange statues. Yeah, I th- I think we're about to get the backstory on the three goddess statues. Yeah, how it all began. So now we're getting like the deeper legend. The legend this below the, the legend. This is the legend below the legend mm-hmm. of the War of the Magi. I can't believe it. The statues. The, the statues? Uh, there's more statues in the world, guys. <laughs> Some faint letters are carved on the back of st- these stone figures. Say, old man. What else can you tell us about these goddesses? They quite literally created magic as we know it. Mm-hmm. Zelda, we stole this from Zelda, or <laughs> Zelda stole this from us, I don't know. Something happened. This is the tri-power. <laughs> <laughs> the angle of threes forced. These represent power beyond all comprehension. Uh-huh, okay. So these aren't the actual statues that are the source of all magic power. These are like connected to them spiritually somehow yeah maybe, they're, or it, they're, it's like you know they're images of it yeah they're they're whatever what, that what do you call them icons icons or, like uh the madonna idols. i i no no, no. oh not, not false idols let me just look this up you know what i mean 
I think you call them Catholic icons, but it's like they're, they're below God, you know? It's like a religious artwork. Yeah. Like, it's it's like, you know, portraits of saints and stuff. Right, right. Yeah. Like So that's what this is. Yeah. One of those. So this is kind of like Esper Church, right. this cave, right? I guess. That's why they're here, is they're like the three statues. That's I like it there. And we're like, legend has it, the statues are... I don't know, somewhere nearby. Yeah, yeah. Strago's like, <laughs> we don't know where they actually are. They're probably in the hidden yeah, Esper world. Gotta or be something. in the area. I'd say that they're beyond the sealed gate. Makes sense. I wonder if the barrier that protects that place is generated by those stone goddesses. So I guess that means that these statues are actually helping seal the real statues somehow? Yeah, that seems like the, it's, you know, the crystals in the last game, how there were the above crystals right. and the below crystals, and, and they the were all like satellite connected to the moon, to crystals. The moon crystals. There might the be some kind of satellite. statue network going on. That statue network. It's possible. Phew, what a story. Could be worth Realm, it. Realm, just join our party. We have, oh my God. Wait, no way! I'll be watching. <laughs> and right as he's done telling us the story, an old friend drops in. Drops right on our heads. <laughs> These shiny statues are all mine! <laughs> These get Siegfried's attention! Oh, they're glowing! They're beautiful! <laughs> Ultros mentions Siegfried there, and it's spelled with the Z. Yeah, Siegfried slash Siegfried being the non-story story character that's sort of in this game, but yeah, I not think really. We last, we're tracking this in the Phantom Train. Yeah, like back in episode mm -hmm. six or something. Yeah, but here again is another. We're just pointing this out because there will be more <laughs> of it to point out as right. we go. More like <laughs> stuff with this guy Siegfried slash Siegfried that. I'm, I mean, I'm just going to tell you now, adds up to absolutely nothing. <laughs> Tracking a non-story is really a hilarious. But I feel like if we keep looking at it, maybe by the end we'll have something to say about it. Could be. But I don't know. All right. But Ultros is a fan of Siegfried? Well, he's here's the clue. He's saying that Siegfried will buy these from him. He's like, these will catch his eye. What is he taking? The statues. The statues. He's like, the golden statues. Siegfried will really like these. What the fuck? And it's like, what is... What? But okay. we... No, he's a treasure. He's been hunting treasure, but he's also a sword fighter. Because right. like the way uh -huh. when we found him before on the Phantom Train, he yeah, dropped he in and for... he was like, "That treasure chest is mine." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe he's outsourcing <laughs> treasure hunt. I don't know. To I mean, Ultros. To Ultros. Yeah. Could and then he buys it from. I mean, it seems like here's, a reasonable. Okay, here's a random theory. Okay. Ultros knows Owser. We know this because Owser has a painting yes. of Ultros. And Owser uh, is like a high end art dealer slash buyer of antiques. Arms dealer. No, no. I mean, like you <laughs> okay, know, he, right. he lives near the auction house. Like all right. the things that go up there, maybe he could have something to do with. Owser is Siegfried. Siegfried. No, I'm saying Siegfried oh, no. is like the the loop here is that Siegfried is like a treasure hunter mm -hmm. who's going out and getting art and artifacts and stuff. Maybe that's how Ultros knows Siegfried is through Owser. Okay, that's all I have to say about that it. I don't think it has any. I'm, I've got nothing else to say. I'm just saying there might be some kind of connection there. You're right. <laughs> Or maybe not. <laughs> hey, Squidball, don't you ever learn? You ruined my opera! <laughs> uh, well, they always said I was a slow learner, but I eat fast! <laughs> <laughs> That's too fun to do. I was just thinking about you! I have more lives than I do arms! Which is one more, and it's the same amount as cats. <laughs> 
to steal from Ultras. On a morph too. Oh, he's probably got some like sick opera jewelry. I hope you can steal like opera binoculars. I hope I'm not making a nuisance of myself. So sorry. Stole a white cape. Nice. The squid had a white cape from the opera. From the opera, right? Yeah. It kind of I'm like I didn't you, get the opera goggles kind of... or whatever. <laughs> they don't call them goggles. Uh, Binoculars. You know, yeah, there there was I think maybe do you think that was on purpose? Like he would I, wear a white man, cape to I the really opera. I really don't know. Or that he is the phantom of the opera because he was in the rafters. He does have like a fucked up face. Yeah. Does, he might not for an octopus actually. He might just be yeah, that's Maybe true. A very he might handsome, be handsome. A handsome octopus. I mean, he's done well for himself for an octopus. He's anyway, we stole a white cape off him. <laughs> he's entering towards you. Yeah, he's moving back and forth like a boxer. He's not in his seafood soup anymore. Oh, no. Grandpa, I'm here. Realm drops in from the ceiling mm-hmm. and is a part of the fight now. Yeah, well, like I think like once you take down Ultros' health points, you then get like a cutscene where they teach you what Realm's ability is. Right, but like the tone of this fight, which presumably whenever we fight this guy, it's theoretically to the death. Like we're not like holding back. No, but the tone of it shifts hard. Yeah, it's always a comedy fight, though, with Ultros. It's he's always true. like, I'll it's be true. back, I'll yeah. see you again. Yeah, and winky wink. Until he's like, I won't see you anymore. Sorry. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> Realm, Realm, I told you to stay at home. I couldn't miss the chance to practice my drawing. Why don't you pose for me? I'm not one of your kitty friends. Don't talk to me as if I were. <laughs> I don't want a portrait. Oh, later on, it's totally going to be... Paint me like one of your French girls! (laughs) The way this scene shifts is that Realm shows up and distracts Ultros by first saying, I want to draw you, and then when he's, like, not into the idea, she threatens suicide. He's literally threatened suicide. To, like, guilt trip him. (laughs) It's okay. I'll just jump down from here. What the fuck? <laughs> no, what? you can't do that. She's going to kill herself. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Whisper, whisper. And we all kind of like play into it. Yeah, like, like we're she like... even like, she threatens suicide in a way where Ultros must like really be blind. Because like, she's like, I'm going to jump. And Tara's like, wait, wait. And she's like, wait, hold on, Tara. I'm not really going to jump. Right. And then Tara's <laughs> like, looks at Ultros like, how dare you bother that little girl? She's bothering I'm not going you. to forgive you if you hurt her. Make her feel better, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, Ultros. But what he didn't know is that once Realm draws you, a doppelganger of you shows up to kick your own ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. Well, what do you want I should do? I was in the middle of killing Ask you. Her to draw your portrait, dude. He's got to think about it. He's thinking about it. Thinking harder. More thinking. <laughs> A whole lot of thinking. Oh, all right. Uncle Ulti really wants you to do his portrait. <laughs> Uncle Ulti? He, he, he. You're gonna love it. This is, I love the unexpectedly nice bosses. Yeah. Now we fight again? Is this a fake battle? Oh, she can sketch. Yeah, Realm sketches Ultros and shows him the portrait, and in the middle of Ultros being like, I'm a wonderful being who can handle anything and be powerful, he looks at the picture and he's like, oh my god, I'm an octopus. Uh, 
hell can this be? I'm nothing more than a stupid octopus. <laughs> he saw himself. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he just passed the mirror test for the first time. He passed he, the mirror and test. He does not like it. He hates it. Yeah. <laughs> like so many of us. Yeah. We hate the fact that. We, think about how much of a curse that actually is. Yeah, don't show animals mirrors. Don't, I never thought about it, but don't put also, that on them. Well, no, I meant it's like a curse on us and everybody who does pass the mirror test. I know, test. that's what I'm saying. Don't bring this black magic into the animal <laughs> kingdom. <laughs> They don't need to know. <laughs> Whoa. He just had a fully existential moment He's and then like, disappeared. No, I'm just an octopus. How could that be? I thought I was Ultros. Hey, did you see me? I was awesome. Wouldn't I be more helpful than Gramps? Probably. Mm, probably. Pelham and poor Realm. Right, it's totally the magic duo, but it's an old man and a little girl. Yeah. Like, man. I know it's like technically animal cruelty, but how s I always think about how awesome it would be to have a hairless cat that has tattoos. That would be fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, you could never do it, there's and you no, never should. There's no humane way to tattoo a cat. No. <laughs> I mean... No fucking but, way. Uh, I mean, how inhumane is it, really? Very, horribly. The, the amount of pain that you're putting this no, cat through. No, you put it down. You put it under, you know? And then it wakes up tattooed? Yes. Exactly. And then it wakes up... It's sore everywhere. <laughs> and probably covered in that weird tape bandage. Right. But it's fine. Uh... <laughs> it's got covered in tattoos. It doesn't know what the tattoos are. It's not going to go like, oh, I hate skulls. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what would you get your cat tattooed with? Tell us, audience. No, I'm asking you. No, what would I, ta what would I tattoo a cat yeah, with? Yeah, what would you tattoo your cat with? Like, like a full tiger. <laughs> like with the stripes yeah. and the whole like, yeah. a, like it's a, like a proper tiger. All tiger, like Tony the tiger. Tony tiger. the tiger, all over. House cat. Yeah, that would take several sessions, probably. <laughs> and you gotta go with the color. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta go back to this tattoo, same tattoo artist, like four or five times. Yeah, put your cat under multiple times. You've obviously got to get a vet who's gonna help you do this. Didn't you already go into that one? No, I went into the top one. Okay. So one of the things about this dungeon is that this is a common thing in Final Fantasies. It was even in the first one where there's like holes oh, in right. the floor. Yeah, the hole in the floor maze. And you got to like find the right hole to fall through to go forward. Usually if you fall through the wrong hole, you'll get like a treasure chest or something like that. Yeah, if you're inexperienced, you'll fall through the wrong hole a lot right. of times, you know, but you want to try to find the right one. And then once you've found it, you can hopefully find the right one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> also, oh my God. <laughs> I would probably never actually tattoo a cat. I just want to make that. <laughs> yeah, let's sketch. There's got to be a reason for this. For there Ultras. has to be a use for it. Besides to that, to show Ultros like who he really is. I don't know. I mean, I'm not that Whoa, curious about it's... the deal with Gao. Oh, Gao is awesome, though. He, he does, does so much cool. crazy damage. Yeah. Are these espers? Mm hmm. 
So we've found the espers, and what they are is a bunch of various-looking plushy monsters. Yeah, we, it looks sort of like we're surrounded by Beanie Babies. Right. There's like a cute fairy <laughs> and little, like little a tiny dragon, a cool like dinosaur that might have been out of Toy Story. Mm-hmm. Some like wolf character, but like a nice wolf. We commune with the espers. This one's angry. Oh no, we're surrounded by by cute, cute stuffed espers. <laughs> I sense some immense magical power and terror. It frightens me. It terrifies me. <laughs> Bam! Locks. I wonder if she's gonna go ballistic again. They're having some kind of psychic interchange, I bet. Mm. We bolted the moment Terra opened the gate, but once in your world, we lost control of our powers. It's convenient. We completely leveled a city and took some innocent lives. It's so unlike us. They're like, oh god. It was our powers. They took over. I don't know, man. We're gonna bring all these espers with us all in one place. Why don't they just go home? Why don't we go, like, why don't we go back and say, like, hey, why don't we tell the espers the empire is under control, you should all go back home, and then go tell the empire, like, we fit, we solved it. I mean, it's a workable plan. Yeah, I mean, as I said earlier, I think the better plan even would be like, hey, espers, let's go fuck them up right now. Yeah. <laughs> but instead, what we do is we bring all of them with us to General Leo right. and the Empire, basically. I mean, that could work. And we have, like, a conversation. What town is this in? This is in Thamasa. This is a Ma- magic town. Yeah. We go back to the plaza. It, this is definitely plaza. a plaza, this mm-hmm. for sure. I, I know it when I see it, and yep. this is it. And we meet up with General Leo and the Espers. General Leo! Locke, you're back! <laughs> and you've made the Espers understand our desire for peace! I am General Leo, may I have your name, please? Oh no. Don't start this. I'm called Europe. What if every one of those little monsters introduced themselves? We have done something inexcusable to your people. This probably isn't the time or place to ask for your forgiveness, but... Speak no further! It is we who owe you an apology! We hungered for your power! Man, I wish the last time I lost control of my powers and went ballistic, the next morning went this smoothly. (laughs) You don't have any General Leo in your life. That's true. What I've done is inexcusable. I've (laughs) raised the bathroom in your apartment at least, possibly many other public restrooms across the world. Well, that's unleashing your power. Yeah. (laughs) Please, uh... Blanket forgiveness. No hard feelings at all. (laughs) You must put all this behind us. I believe our job is finally over. I, for one, could use some peace and quiet. Yeah, this must be the end of the game. Yeah, I know, right? We've brokered peace. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's return to Vector. Town is named Vector? That's Sellers. just no good. Kisses. 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 <laughs> Please, not another word. <laughs> Remember when I ran away from you? We're not fighting anymore. Everyone's having their happy, we've reunited and finished it. Like, Locke and Celeste are back together, and all all of the loose ends are being tied up, you know? I really love the, like, turnaround on the espers from, like, raising whole towns to the ground Mm -hmm. and murdering people to, like, oh, our bad. Right, and then they're like, like, no, we're (laughs) the ones who were, it was bad. Yeah, and I love that their excuse, too, is just, like, we were, like, drunk or something. Uh, We didn't mean to. And they're like, we really got you drunk. Yeah, yeah. Their excuse the is like, place. we were going to kill all of you and take your power, but we've decided maybe not to. Bye-bye. Credits. Roll credits. Game is over. Great. Final Fantasy VI was great. 
Oh yeah, we have to beat Kefka. So the game isn't over because Kefka shows up mm -hmm. and he threatens everybody with some Magitech mayhem. Hey, 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 how about a little Magitech mayhem? Which is not a good time. It's not a good time. He's got a bunch of mech warriors and they're suited up and ready to magic. Ready to put their claws in the ground and shoot fire beams. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Kefka, what are you doing? <laughs> Emperor's orders. Behold, a Magisite mother load. <laughs> oh my oh, god. god. Even more. He's gonna make all of these his espers? It was all a trick. All of the espers who are now our friends are suddenly like being turned into crystals and flying up to Kefka's pockets. Yeah, it's like we were like, we promise nothing bad is going to happen to you. Why don't you just come with us into this slaughterhouse? Exactly. Like, <laughs> it's a ridiculous plan that worked perfectly for Kefka. Wouldn't you know it? Wouldn't you know it? I couldn't be more surprised. Idiots. I don't care for the appearance of this pitiful little Hamlet. So burn it! God, they're burning Magic Town. Kefka, no! Shut up. <laughs> Boom, General Leo down. Not the nicest guy in the game. Not the nicest, no. Oh, you know, what? Whoa! Oh shit, we're General Leo? Fuck you, Kefka. Yeah, for a hot second, you get to play as General Leo. I think you can walk around and do some other stuff, but we just walk straight up and do the rational thing and talk to Kefka. Mm -hmm. So that's like it for us controlling General Leo. Yeah, it it's, it's strange. A, it's the only time that you're under control of somebody that is like not in your party. Yeah, and then it's time to have a big showdown, general to general. Mm-hmm. Leo uh, Kefka. The the rumble in Manila. What was it? <laughs> the, the rumble in the jungle? No, the what rumble you... in the jungle, but then the thriller in Manila. That yeah. was... What, forget this. <laughs> Kefka, your behavior is dishonorable. I cannot allow this. Whoa. Oh. He just attacks and oh, attacks and attacks. Well, he's a general. He gets four weapons. Once you can hold four weapons at once and wield them perfectly, they make you general. So Leo beats Kefka, but Kefka like runs off to the side and he's like fine and he calls out to the Emperor and yeah. the Emperor shows up to back him up. I think it's a situation where like Kefka lets Leo think he's won and then right. he's like surprise, actually the Emperor is here also and right. we're, you're done. Right. You're done. You're and, done. And even better than that, we have a new voice for the Emperor. <laughs> well, before you go, I'm sorry I deceived you. My purpose has been to gather magicite and grow powerful. Please understand me. <laughs> oh no. What we have to do now is collect magicite. But my liege, what have I been fighting for? Leo. <laughs> God, I can't fucking out of Leo. I would like you to take a nice long snooze. Oh God! Take, I think that's. I think I think I've hit on yeah, something here. Yeah, I think so too. Jello pudding. Oh, put, it's not even that. Sleeper. What, what's going on? I put a roofie in it. So you think you hit me? That was simply my shadow. It did. And now, how did you like my gestalt? Oh, shit. I should have been on the stage. Oh, he's just, like, had the ability. Well, General, 
So it's revealed that the emperor, the Leo was fighting. It's all just illusions. Like Kefka's just toying with him. He's, he's like crazy. He's magic. like making a fake Kefka here and a fake emperor here, mm-hmm. and then he's pretending to be the emperor. And Leo is like flailing around, and Kefka's like, "I'm a big cat. I'm a big magic cat. <laughs> a big... You're a little mouse. You're a little non-magic mouse." I like that he's almost becoming George H. W. Bush. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't go fully into the voice. <laughs> I'm a big cat. Mm. <laughs> Big kitty cat Watch waiting for the mouse. <laughs> Check out my sweet tattoos. You're such a goody two shoes. Shut up, Kefka. I oughta. Oh man, there we go. Death. Oh shit. Hate. Hate. <laughs> Hate. Oh no, Zeromus is back. There we go. That's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As long as hate lives, then someone is going mad with magic. Dance party. Whoa. Yes, I feel some incredible magic power here today. Wave after wave of pure magical energy. Oh, cheese whiz. <laughs> Feeling wave after wave of cheese whiz. So we cut to the sealed cave again, uh-huh. which if you remember was resealed with rocks this right. time. They tetris into place. Yeah, and so they all explode and they fly away. So it's unsealed once more. Right. It's going to be an Esper Bonanza. <laughs> Mr. Gestal, tear down this wall. Oh, more Espers are coming to help. They're like, we're going to flood in and attack. There's so fucking many of them, dude. Look at how many there are. Do we get all of them? I think those are all things. Yeah, those are all every things? single one we've seen. Uh, I don't want to grind all those out. <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah, you do. Uh, yeah, you I got it. Magic power. <laughs> you want to grind all of them out on every character, oh Jeff? Oh my you god, know you do. You know you're right. <laughs> Now, little espers, let's see what you got. Wait, so he neutralized the espers' abilities? Yeah, all the espers flew out at him, and he's like, and yeah, he's bring like, it on, bitch. And now you are all crystals in yeah, my pocket. Now they're all magicite. Collect them all, you know? Yeah. This Pokemon. Is, these are Pokemon. <laughs> Pretty much. All these monsters will be in my pocket. You can kind of still feel his heart beating in there because he's alive and all that. <laughs> you know, he's alive in that crystal. This is this is r- ridiculous. I had no idea you were such wimps. Please hurry. The voice is too too much talking. <laughs> I don't believe this. Yeah, I don't either. Never saw it coming. Oh, here we are at the tomb of the sword. <laughs> it's General Leo's grave. It's where we buried our sword. <laughs> when it died. And that's episode 13. Big one. Yeah. A lot went down in that episode. It was a pretty hefty episode. We're ending here at looking at General Leo's tomb. Kefka yeah. did kill him. He's It's got a big sword in it. They so buried I him like under like... a pile of rocks. Yeah. It's one of those graves. Right. An above ground one. 
what exactly did happen in this episode? There was so much. I mean, like, the biggest takeaway is, like, we, you know, we learned that the espers get their magic from the three goddess statues or whatever, which is about to be really important. Then the espers are now all turned into magicite in Kefka's Poket. Mm -hmm. General Leo is dead. General Leo is dead, and we're mourning him. Because we knew him so well. We all knew General Leo so very close. I guess Terra and Celeste hypothetically do. You're right. But it never really feels like that. You're totally right about that. Um, Celeste in particular, I think, does really know him. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, Kefka has, like, all of the power in the world at this point. Yeah, that's where we're Um, leaving this off. Next week, the world is going to truly suffer for it, for allowing this to (laughs) go this far. That's exactly what's coming next week. Oh, let's do the billboard segment. Oh, yeah. We have have one I'm very excited to see this week. Yeah, I believe it's in the... Library in Thamasa. Yeah, it's a, a private library in the elder's house. Mm-hmm. And he has a bookshelf. Yeah, let's uh, let's go to Thamasa, the magic town, and let's let's get into this elder's private library. Wow, there's a lot of old books in here. Yeah, some of these look. Uh, I'm just gonna crack one of these open. Whoa, whoa, that book sinks. Oh, she's pretty good. She, you're right. Close the book. Close the singing book. Yeah, these books, like, it's got that smell of old magic book. It you does, know? and they're all handwritten. In what is, I don't think that we book. should touch that one. That yeah, one's that, like a Necronomicon. Uh, that one looks like it's made out of skin. Yeah. Well, and they all have this wow. beautiful calligraphy in them, too, all of these books. Handwritten, almost. Yeah, the, the calligraphy is beautiful, and... Oh my god. I didn't realize it because it's like the whole wall, mm-hmm. but look at this billboard. Oh, wow. Oh yeah, this village elder must have been harder for cash. It's like he sold ad space in an entire wall of his house. To himself? I don't understand the logic of this, but well, alright. in the Final Fantasy world, you can come and go from anyone's house, so it's all kind of a public area. You're right, you're right. Well, the billboard is a beautiful-looking fountain pen. Oh yeah, it's all marbled up and down. Like, this, is, this must have been handmade and handcrafted. And the slogan is, Newton Pens, Make Your Dream Pen a Reality. Yeah, and it's written, once again, in beautiful red calligraphy. It lo- amazing penmanship. Incredible. I want to know more about this. Should we go back yeah, to the studio and, and look at this? Look, look yeah, this I up wanna, online? I want one of these pens. Yeah, these look incredible. My own magic book. Okay, so now we've looked it up on the website. It's called newtonpens.com, N-E-W-T-O-N-pens.com. It seems like this guy makes personalized pens or just incredibly nice fountain pens. Yeah, he makes handmade, handcrafted fountain pens and uh, it looks like he also raises money for scholarships. Yeah, he gives out kids to college. Some scholarships through the money that he raises through these pens so it seems like it's not only do you get an awesome pen but you actually can support a good cause. Yeah, friend of the show, friend of education, friend of penmanship, friend of calligraphy, friend of art. Friend of all. Friend of all kinds of great things. So go to, what is the website one more time? Newtonpens.com? Newtonpens.com. Go to Get yourself an awesome fountain pen. Yeah, or or if you need a gift for somebody, this would be a great graduation present. This really would be a great gift. Yeah. I want to write with these pens. I know, I'm looking at these videos going like, I want to learn calligraphy and penmanship. Fuck fuck Bic. Cramping all of our handwriting style for how long? No. Not even grips on most of those pens. No, you want something real nice, and if you do, head on over to Newton Pence, and thank you to Sean Newton for 
this billboard. Yeah, thank you. If you're interested in a billboard, just email nocappodcast at gmail.com with the subject line billboards. We'll figure all that shit out. Yeah. With that, please rate and review us on iTunes and Apple Podcasts or whatever the fuck you can... (laughs) Yeah, any fucking app you use to download this stupid show. If you want to support us... go there. Go to patreon.com slash nocat. That's N-O-C-K-A-T. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at nocatpodcast. We have t-shirts for sale. We are selling shirts. Yeah, go to knowingcanknowaboutthis.com and click on the t-shirt link or go to etsy.com and type in nocat. You Mm -hmm. should find it that way. And then, what the fuck else? There's uh, This wrap-up is always such a pain in the ass. You want to just make a checklist? I should make a checklist. We can just hit them? Yeah, I mean, at this point it should be second nature, but I I think I think, uh, I've hit, I think I've hit them all. You know, we we appreciate you listening, and we, we very much uh, are excited to get to the exciting parts of this game. Yeah, uh, it's a ton of work to do this, but we really enjoy doing it for you guys. So. We do. So and now and and now a clip that we thought you would enjoy. And now uh, here's Johnny. Right, because we're not going to do ripoffs for whatever we're going to call this last tag. This clip that we put at the end of the episodes, we're not going to do a ripoff. So with that said, here's Johnny. I still contend that the next time on being a non-sequitur is not ripping off Arrested Development. Really? Yeah. (laughs) What do you think? It's a similar thing, but it's... But I think they weren't even the first ones to do it Well, then let's just go back to that. No, let's not. Next time. (laughs) Here's a little taste of the next time. Here's a little taste. Here's a little taste to keep you going. Of to, here's a little <laughs> taste to keep you going. Yeah. Of no one can know about this. Uh huh. I think that's it. That's it. Thanks for listening to our creative process. <laughs> that was a little taste of our creative process. Here's a little taste of some more. No one can know about this. <laughs> I'm just realizing, like, I have a feeling where there's a lot of game left. Oh, oh yes. There's like a lot left. <laughs> oh my yes. <laughs> there is. Been playing a lot of it. Like, I was like, oh yeah, we're pretty far, and I'm just like, wait, no, I don't think we are.